Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Good morning and welcome to the TexasLending.com Mortgage Hour. I am your hostess this morning, Tress Collins. I'm here with Mr. Bob Bolt and Mr. William Cobb. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, Good folks. Morning. Good morning. And we are here to hopefully answer your questions about mortgages, cash out, uh, refinances, rate and term refinances, VA loans, USDA loans, whatever might be tickling your fancy right now. Um, please send in your text message and get your question in to 972-387-4600. That's 972-387-4600. We will read your text message on the air. And Mr. Bob and Mr. William will um, will answer it. And as Kevin likes to say, if they don't know, they'll lie. <laughs> no, I I'm think just I'd like to change that. Uh, if we don't know, That's we'll get the answer for them. I know. I'm yeah. just quoting what Kevin says. I know. I know. <laughs> so well, good morning. Good morning. Well, we won't be commenting too much on car, car purchases, dog purchases, or mm. anything like that. Uh, but maybe home purchases. I know, and right? home refinances. Any residential uh mortgage loans we are the experts and i'm not talking about william and i personally i'm just talking about many in our company um but uh, yeah love to answer your questions and uh, talk about things that uh, would really matter to you and that you'd like to know about we try to be informative and uh, we've got some topics that we can uh, talk about well before we hop into it how has your week been this last week you know, we're kind of heading into the middle of September. Can you believe it? Next week is fall. What's been happening with y'all? I could just tell you from my standpoint, William's probably got the same thing going on. Interest rates are so low right now that it, it, it's like one phone call after another. And, I, you know, long hours. I love it. I love helping people. That's why I'm here. Uh, but it's I've never been busier. I've never had more people asking about refinances um, and uh, uh, never taking more applications. I mm -hmm. mean, it's, it's wonderful, uh, but oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> yes. Well, that's not a bad thing. So, I, William, you're on the home purchase team. I am. I'm on the home purchase team here at Texas Lending, and um, I got to say, a lot of my friends are saying they're stuck at home, and time is just slowly passing by, but I just feel like last time, a few days ago was March, and um, all of a sudden, it's up in September, and October's coming up, and I just can't believe that everything has moved so quickly. It has literally been 
Um, the busiest I've ever been. I've ever been. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Busy is good. Busy is good. It's a good thing. And yep. we want to hear from you. Let's keep these gentlemen busy because they are working for you. They work to help you out. They work to help you to get to get the best deal that they can possibly get you for your home purchase or your cash back refinance or your rate and term refinance. So, well, what's new with y'all personally? I mean, you know, what's going on? I know you said uh, Bob's a Texas A&M alumni, and he, you said their first game's coming up? Uh, a week from today. All That's right, right. So do you actually travel to their games, or do you sit and watch them on TV? Does a bear have hair? Okay. Okay. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I've, I've had season tickets uh, at A&M for over 35 years, and just – that's my passion. You know, everybody's got golf or something else, but Aggie football is my passion. And, you know, our radio audience, there's some great, great fans of all schools in Texas. And uh, uh, I just love being a, uh, a football fan, and I love going to their games. I do not usually go to their away games. Uh-huh. Uh, uh you That's know, a little too far, huh? Watch them on TV. Yeah. You know, but, uh, yeah, I just love it, absolutely. And, of course, it's going to be different this season because we're starting out with only a 30% capacity. Yeah, yeah. Which is about 30,000 people for Kyle Field. And uh, we'll see how it goes. It's going to be interesting. That's still a lot of people. It is. But, <laughs> but we're going to be very spaced out. I bet. <laughs> they've already, you know, the seat selections are different this year rather than our normal – season ticket places but um and they gave the season ticket holders you know priorities as uh-huh. far as picking uh seats and so forth nice so it's going to be interesting well this is for you bob go aggies okay uh, <laughs> i think the term is gigamaggies but thank you oh well see there my ignorance is just <laughs> that's okay shines that's okay. like the morning sun that's okay. okay william what's new with you and going on I actually, my um, tennis racket, it got restrung yesterday, and I'm going to pick it up today. It's one of my favorite things to do outside is uh, play tennis. Um, And I can sort of socially distance while doing that. It's just me and uh, a couple friends, and um, it is a great way to uh, build up a sweat. And, um, man, it's it's just one of the funnest things I, I enjoy doing outside of being here. Oh, that's so cool. Dude, I tried playing tennis a couple of times. My problem is is that I hit the ball way too hard, so I turned to racquetball. Because ah. I, hey, that's a good game. I know, yeah. and mm-hmm. I can hit the ball hard, and it's allowed. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Nobody, well, no, I've been hurt by a racquetball. I shouldn't say nobody gets hurt. I've been hurt, but. <laughs> it's usually from behind when the ball's <laughs> That's right. Yeah, that's I think I've been hit everywhere with the ball. <laughs> I've been hit in the face. I've been hit in the stomach, and anywhere it hurts. You have to have good knees if you're going to play racquetball yeah it's true it's <laughs> Believe true me, uh, you played i played uh many years ago and uh i was uh, actually uh was transferred in my previous job i was transferred up to Mil- <coughs> milwaukee wisconsin and i uh, became friends with a guy that i played with and he was very very good and i found out later he was number one in the state amateur <laughs> and I, nice. kept wa- I kept wondering why i was only scoring five points against him and I said, you've been holding back, hadn't you? And he said, yes. So <laughs> I said, don't hold back. And then I scored only two points. <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun. I, I learned the game, and I, I learned it from, a, a, you know, almost a pro. So it was great. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. Well, so I want to talk about what's new with me. We have a puppy. Ah. And we've had him for a couple months now. His name is Franklin. And um, he's he's just a really good dog. He loves car rides. And he's he loves 
antlers. He got a new antler yesterday ah. to chew on, and, and he's a very happy dog. <laughs> but it doesn't make us happy when he brings the antler on the bed at night because all you hear is, it's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, my gosh, why did we buy the antler? Okay, that's neither here nor there. Yeah. So, all right. So, yes, Bob. Well, I was just going to dive into some topics. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. What do you want people to know this morning about refinancing their home? Well, one of the, um, I guess, interesting things about refinancing, when people call in and they're interested primarily in uh, interest rate, uh, in order to uh, quote an interest rate or anything else uh, to try to help them decide uh, if a refinance is worth it to them, and it's their decision, of course. We need to know what's the value of their home. We need to know what is their balance. We need to know what the property type is. Is it their primary residence? Is it rental property or investment property? Uh, approximately what their credit score is and uh, the goal. What is their goal? Do they want to get cash out to pay off debt or uh, to fund kids college or they just want to lower the rate mm -hmm. we need to know those things in order to uh, look up a rate for them and and usually I'll uh, with that information I'll go in I'll look up a rate and uh, and they're usually blown away it's like wow that's pretty cool and then uh, if they want to I'll get all of their information over the phone we initially just do, uh, here at Texas Lending, we initially just do a soft pull on their credit because obviously we don't want to do a hard pull until they decide to lock it in and proceed with the loan. But it allows us to get three bureau scores so that we can see what they qualify for, but also pre-populate estimated closing costs and prepays so that I can give them an estimated payment. And that's the things that they're interested in finding out. And of the three and bureau scores, you take the mid score, The correct? middle score. And then at that point, after getting their information and everything, then I'll put a proposal together, email them all of the details, including the estimated closing costs and prepays that are rolled into the loan, so they know what they're getting. Mm -hmm. Instead of just, here's a rate, and boy, it sounds great. Are you ready to sign on the line? You know, we got people need to know information, and we're Full disclosure here at Texas Lending. We've you know, got nothing to hide. We want to tell them everything. We want to answer all of their questions. We're not interested in somebody going forward with a loan unless they understand it and they understand the figures and they understand what they're getting. Uh, so that's it. Yeah. All right. So if you have a question about refinancing your home, whether you want to do a cashback refinance or maybe you just want to reduce your rate and term, Please send us your text message, 972-387-4600. Let us know your current loan balance, your estimated existing home value, your credit score, and what your current interest rate is. And Mr. Bob Bolt can answer and give you a guesstimate, a good guesstimate about um, what you can get with that. That's it. William, what, uh, what are some of the things you need to know if you're talking to somebody about buying a house? If somebody wants to purchase a house, I always let them know that there are essentially just three different boxes that need to be checked. Um, right now in today's environment, we want to make sure that credit scores are at 640 or above. And when we say that, we, we do talk about the middle credit score. And what that really just means is that as a lender, we'll take a look at all three bureaus. We'll exclude the highest one. We'll exclude the lowest one. And whichever one is left over, that's what we call the middle score. But it's not always the one that's right there in between the highest and the lowest. That is the score that needs to be at 640 or above. 
If we have more than one borrower or a couple that are, that are purchasing together, we will look at both of those middle scores, and whichever one is lower, that's the one that needs to be at 640 or above. The second box is that our income needs to be stable and steady, say over the past two years. Now that doesn't necessarily need to be at the same company, but we do like to see it in the same industry or in the same job type. Um, but the biggest thing you want to make sure of is that the way that you're paid stays the same. The third box is um, the, the money that we have set aside for the uh, down payment and a portion of the closing costs. Um, if we can check all three of those boxes, it really should not be a problem whatsoever getting you approved for any of the loan types out there, whether you're a veteran or it's an FHA loan or a USDA loan. Um, all, of those same, all of those loan types are going to re require these three things here at the moment. So the most popular question we get from home buyers is, how much home do you think I can afford? What information should they text in for you to guesstimate? Um, really, it's not a question of, I get that question all the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, what you'll notice when you speak with your loan officer is it's m all of these loan types, whether you qualify for one or multiple home, all of them will be more than happy to say yes to quite a bit more home payment than you're comfortable with paying. So if we can figure out, sit down, what monthly payment you're comfortable with in the area you want to purchase at, let's figure out what price point to be at that makes gives you something that you're happy with. Mm -hmm. So if people can text in what they have for a down payment, how much they make, what, monthly? Yes, if you can um, let us know how much, uh, what your income is, say monthly or yearly, um, but really, w roughly what you feel comfortable with in terms of a monthly payment. And we can sit there down we and go. figure out what price point to be at. Well, don't they also, uh, when you're saying how much they have for down payment, uh, what percentage of the price they want to put down? Because a lot of mm -hmm. people just say, I just want to put 20% down. And is you know then for various price points, you can figure out, all right, his, this is how much money you're going to need because you're going to need a little more than just the down payment, like you said. Absolutely. All Absolutely. right. So if you have a home purchase question for William, send your text message to 972-387-4600, or you have a cashback refinance or a rate and term refinance question for Mr. Bob Bolt, 972-387-4600. Well, we have text questions starting to come in. We're really excited to read them and answer as many questions as we can possibly get to. But gentlemen, right now we have to go to a break. So we will answer your questions as soon as we come back from this break here on DFW Sports Station 105.3 The Fan. Hey everyone, welcome back to the TexasLending.com Mortgage Hour. I am your hostess, Tress Collins, here with Mr. Bob Bolt. Howdy. Who is our refinance expert this morning, Mr. William Cobb, who is our home purchase expert this morning. Thank you again, gentlemen, for being yeah. with me. I appreciate you guys. Tomorrow we're... We may not be experts, but today, yeah. But today you are. Okay. Well, you know, just roll with me, Bob. Just roll with me. <laughs> all right, all right. All right. So, Bob, th there were some points you said you wanted to bring up. Um, yeah. Uh, one of the things that people need to be aware of is that um, about property taxes. When they're doing a refinance, um, we're going to be closing in, in October, uh, most likely, and um, now our we're taking about 45, 55 days to, to close just because of our volume. Uh, we understand banks and credit unions are in 60 to 90 days, so we're we're in pretty good shape. But anyway, uh, because property tax bills come out in October, that means that uh, we will have to roll in the property taxes for 2020 into the into the loan. 
but people still have an option. For example, if we roll it into the loan, they and they're doing an escrow with their current mortgage, they'll get a refund of probably at least that much or more because they're escrowing for taxes and insurance after closing from their the they'll get that refund from their current escrow account. Uh, however, some people may want to bring that money to closing to keep it out of the loan amount, and that that's an option for them also. Mm. But because the uh, tax certification that the title company gets from the taxing authorities, it's going to say due and payable, and so we have to, in, you know, by law, we have to include it in the in the loan. Mm-hmm. What do you think is the most, or what do you find is the most popular reason? people give you for wanting to do a cashback refinance? Is it because they pay want off debt? Pay off debt. Yeah. And, and you know, that brings up a, a, a great point. Um, a lot of times uh, in cash out refinances, uh, people may not realize how much improvement they can have in cash flow. I'll give you an example. Um, recently, I had someone that wanted to get about $20,000 for home improvements and he wanted to pay off about $20,000 of student loans, credit cards, car payments. And as a result of doing that and paying off his existing mortgage, his mortgage payment was going to go up $300 a month on the cash-out refinance versus what he's paying now. Mm. But we're paying off $1,500 a month in debt payments he will no longer have to make. So he's got an extra $1,200 a month in his pocket which even if he took three-fourths of that and put it back to principal, he could pay the loan off in half the time and yet still be ahead. And I so, think something yeah. that perhaps people don't think about when doing a cashback refinance to pay off debt is that your credit card is charging you anywhere typically these days from 17% on up to 29% interest, where if you do, if you pay that off with a cashback refinance, you are lowering that interest rate significantly. Oh, yeah. Down to about what? Well, right now, rates are, and I'm sure William has the same experience, rates are at an all-time low right now. It's just absolutely I- incredible. I'll, I'll give you a specific example. I'm looking at a, uh, I did a cash out uh, just yesterday, and, and on a 30-year cash out, uh, now, they had a 780 credit score, uh, and it does depend a little bit on the loan amount, but their credit score was 2.75 on a 30-year with a 2.807 APR. Uh, and that's Two just 2.75 APR? on a cash-out. Yeah. That and is significantly lower than uh, even 17% interest. Uh, yes, <laughs> uh, quite a, exactly, exactly. And just on a regular refinance, uh, oh, I, I could give you a couple of examples just uh, I've done in the last couple of days, and I, I can't even believe I'm saying this, but I've actually locked on a 15-year regular refinance, not a cash out, 15-year 2.0 interest rate oh, with a 2.306 APR. Now, they had a 730 credit score. One of them had an 800 credit score, so... You, you know, you got to have the score and you got to have the, the loan amount because when I say the loan amount, if all we're paying off on a regular refinance is uh, an $80,000 loan, the interest rate's going to be higher because mm-hmm. of the low loan amount uh, because fees are figured in terms of the percentage of the loan amount. And so sometimes the, the rate's going to be much higher. But can you believe 2% with I, a I two, know. Two, 2.573 
or uh, excuse me, a 2.247 APR. It's just incredible. That so. is incredible. Well, I tell you what, we have a bunch of questions rolling in. We're going to start getting to some of these questions. Are you guys ready? Absolutely. Yep. But the first question I know the answer to. What are the best options for refinancing a mobile home? That's a wonderful question, but we don't do financing or refinancing for mobile homes at TexasLending.com. So unfortunately, we are not your best option, um, but you can Google your options and find out who is. So <laughs> I answered one. Okay, you guys, ready? <laughs> Next one. Hey, guys, I have a question. I sold my home about four days ago, and now I've rented an apartment for right now. And I have some more to buy my wife's dream home. Do I have to pay taxes on the proceeds from the sale? Well, no, you, you don't have to pay um, taxes on that sale. But I would say talk to your CPA first to make sure that you're getting accurate information. Because I'm not a CPA myself. But as I understand it, you do not have to pay taxes on that. Good answer, William. Good answer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Moving on to the next one. Ooh, somebody with a VA. I will be getting a VA loan approval soon. Me and my wife are planning to get a multifamily next year. How many houses can you get under a VA loan at once? Bob? Here at Texas Lending, we do not finance multi, uh, multifamily or multi-home you know, mm-hmm. units. So we only do single-family single, single family, uh, up to four four units, uh, uh, one to four units. Uh, so, yeah, that becomes a multi-level family uh, question like buying an uh, apartment building or something like that. That's, it, uh, it's almost like a commercial loan. We don't do those. Mm, so your best bet would be to check with your local bank. Mm-hmm. All right. Here we go. Man, we have a lot of questions, y'all. Here we go. With my own business being impacted by the coronavirus, how many months should my business have rebounded from COVID, and how many months in the black should I show before I refinance? It brings up a, a sort of a side question that I, I think we must talk about. Very, very important in this coronavirus environment. If anyone has put their mortgage in forbearance, or delayed payment, Mm -hmm. we can't do the loan. Now, there's a way to uh, get in a position where we can do the loan if they get the forbearance canceled and make three on-time payments, then there's a possibility that we can do uh, a refinance or a purchase at that point. Now, granted, if somebody's lost their job, it really does help them to be able to you know, delay payment or whatever on their mortgage. We understand that, uh, and, and our heart goes out to them. Uh, that's got to be very tough. But in terms of financing and doing a mortgage, that's one of the questions we always have to ask people in this environment with the coronavirus. Have you put your mortgage in forbearance or delayed payment? If they say yes, we're just going to have to wait. We have to wait a year? No, but if they don't get rid of the forbearance and they continue to make uh, or they continue to delay payments, yeah, then we got to wait 12 months. Okay, so this person wants to know, though, about their business. So apparently they haven't been in the black for a couple months. Do they have to show that they've been in the black for so many months to do a refinance or... Anyone that is uh, owns a business and they're self-employed, and believe me, we do a lot of self-employed loans and, and love to have them. Uh, but for the, for the income that we can count towards their qualification, we can only use the net income after write-offs and expenses shown on two years of tax returns. There we go. 
So people that uh, own a business and to keep their taxes low, they write off most of their gross revenue. That's a great thing personally to lower your taxes, but it's not a good thing to try to qualify for a mortgage. That's right. So you said they have to show two years. So let me ask you, is it two calendar years? So would you use like 2018 and 2019 or would you use two calendar years up until the current month? So it's like from, you know, August 2020 back to August 2019. No, it's it's calendar year. It's yes and yes to both of those questions. Yeah. Okay. Um, right now, you absolutely need to show two years worth of uh, tax returns under your business. But due to, due to COVID as well, we want to see a um, a profit and loss statement to see how the business is working for you right now. And when it comes That's to true. self-employed borrowers, it really is a case-by-case basis because there every business is, is different. So I would I would ask you to call into one of the uh, loan officers here in the office and let them walk 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 through it with you. <laughs> Easy for you to <laughs> say. Or walk you through. <laughs> walk me through it. Yes, absolutely. So please, if you if you have a question about even the people who have texted in, please give us a call, 972-387-4600. Call and speak to a loan officer live. The call is absolutely free. It costs you nothing to get information. Bob, did you have something you want to throw in right quick? Yeah, we're about I want to go to break. Uh, how much time do we have? You have 12 seconds. Uh, that's not enough time. <laughs> <laughs> so after the break, I've got something I want to go over, yeah. <laughs> we'll be back with Bob after these messages here on DFW Sports Station 105.3 The Fan. Hey, welcome back to the TexasLending.com Mortgage Hour. We are here to answer all of your mortgage questions to unravel the mortgage mysteries because there are many. (laughs) And we are here with Bob Bolt, William Cobb. Woo! Yay! Go team! (laughs) <laughs> All right, I know. It's uh, I love my coffee. I think I've had a little <laughs> bit too much caffeine this morning, but <laughs> I'm really okay with that. All right. Bob, did you we what you had something to say? Yes, I just wanted to bring up a topic I, I kind of like to ask William about. Um and that's the topic of on a purchase uh do is it a good idea to ask the seller to pay a certain amount towards closing costs and prepays? And here's what I tell people, and then I'd like to know your opinion, uh, William, as well. I tell people that it is in your best financial interest to have the seller pay as much of your closing costs and prepays as possible, even if it means a little higher price. Because if the seller says, I'm not going to pay any of your closing costs, and you ask them to pay 4000 they'll say, uh, sure, I'll pay your 4000 but I'm going to raise the price 4000 Well, uh, so they'll do it. It, but yet it's a 4000 higher price for assuming it appraises for that. Mm-hmm. It's a 4000 higher price for the buyer. Is it worth it? I think it is, and here's why, in my opinion. And I'd like to know yours, William, is that um, that 4000 additional price is amortized over 15 or 30 years, and that is more than offset with what $4,000 could earn in their own account that they get to keep instead of bringing it to closing mm-hmm. so uh, uh but a lot of realtors say no 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 don't ask them to pay anything so we can get a lower price mm. that's absolutely right mm-hmm. and i'm glad that you brought that up that that is exactly what my wife and i did when we when we purchased our home um she found the the, the home that she loved and of course that that was the one we wanted to make sure that we got um 
we move back. Happy more. wife, happy life. There that's you go. That's Just exactly. throwing that in there. Okay, Amen. go ahead. Amen. <laughs> I agree. She had found the home, and I was going to do everything in my power to, to make that happen. We moved home uh, back to our parents' house and uh, saved money for a few years. And um, we found the house. They wanted, um, I think it was 180, 185k for the for the property. And um, I went through the numbers, the same the same that I would with anybody else. And I looked at the final final numbers, and we were about to spend every bit of money that we had saved so far. And that just did not sit right with me. I did not want to move into a new home and not have any sort of reserves. Yeah, reserve reserves or rainy day funds. And um, we wound up offering the sellers. 190k for the home and in return they paid for five thousand dollars worth of our closing costs they were happy to do it because they got what they originally were asking for to begin with and our payment jumped up about 22 dollars over, over the over the course of we're happy to do that i was so yeah because you don't think about all the things you need once you move into your home yeah. i didn't think about I need water hoses. I need a lawnmower. I yeah. need all of the things that I. And the wife wants fur furniture. Oh my gosh! I didn't even <laughs> think. Can about you believe that, part. that, Bob? How unreasonable we <laughs> yeah. women are! Oh well, my gosh! I know. I don't understand why they can't stand uh, empty rooms. I mean, yeah. you know, you got to. <laughs> yeah, right. When we moved in, um, we we there wasn't even a refrigerator. Like houses don't come with refrigerators. Really? I didn't know that. No. Some and, do, uh, some don't, but most don't. Right? Most don't. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we moved in, and I, we were so happy that um, we were able to have the sellers cover those costs for us because it legitimately, when you move in, you don't think about all the extra things that come along with it as well. That's true. Um, yes, great point, Bob. Great point. All right. Good. So that is really great information. Are we ready to get back to questions? Because yes. we have quite a few. Yes. Here we go. We put an offer in on a house, William. <laughs> 361000 Interest rate is 275 Five percent down. We are comfortable for twenty three hundred or less a month. Will that work? Absolutely, that should work. Now, the only thing we don't know just yet it is: does that twenty three hundred dollars include what the property taxes are and the homeowners insurance is? That pesky thing we call an escrow account. Um, but depending upon what area you want to purchase in, I don't see that being a problem whatsoever. Um, let's see here. Let's see. What What are you looking for? Um, just to get an idea of if they were going to let us know what sort of area they were going to purchase in. Oh. But I don't see that being a problem. You should be A-OK. -okay. I would say that the interest rate you're looking at is probably a little bit on the high side. I would say give us a call and let us know, see what we can do for you. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Moving on to the next question. Somebody says, never miss the show, trying to learn as much as possible. Text and call frequently. Thank you very much. My current home is conventional loan, 3.65, 20,000 owned, $187,000 value. Have a VA loan available. Would like to purchase another home in Wichita, Kansas. My residency will be split, but mainly Texas. I'm 100% disabled, tax-free. My income is set and safe. Thirty-one eighty-eight a month. Poor credit at six hundred five, but no debt. How do I purchase a second home? P.S. When I first started calling in, the credits my credit score was five hundred. I'd say at the moment, right now, and um, I hate to say it, but we need to make sure that our credit scores are at six forty or above to qualify for home purchase right now. That is not the um, the normal. It is just because of all of this craziness that we're living through here at the moment that lenders are requiring that higher credit score. If this were any other time other than right now, you could purchase with a 580 or better credit score, and in some cases, even a 500 score or, or better. Do we have anybody licensed in Kansas? 
you know, for home purchases? I don't think so. Because they're wanting to purchase the home in Wichita, Kansas. Well, a couple of things, too, is that uh, VA will not allow uh, two VA loans. So I Mm. just want to throw that out, number one. Number two, VA does not, uh, uh, you can't do a VA loan on a a second home. That's right. Okay, and that's important. So the home that they're in residency now, they have a conventional loan. So they have a VA loan available to use. And so... But they're having two primary residents, so you, you, you can't, can't. You can't have two primary residents. One has to one be has primary. To be, yeah, one has to be primary, and one has to be either a, a investment property uh, or a second home. And I might point out, a second home means you're not renting it out. Right. If you rent it out, it becomes an investment property from a mortgage standpoint. Yeah. If yeah. veterans' loans are, are meant for your for your primary residence exactly. to get you, to get you and your family to the home. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Next up, Bob. Somebody has a balance of 616000 The value of their home is about 850 Their credit score is in the high 700s. Their current rate is 3.5%. They're looking to lower their rate and payment. Is it worth it to refinance? Well, uh, I'm doing a little uh, calculating here just a moment, and I'll try to answer that. Um, okay. Uh, the main thing I wanted to just estimate closing costs and prepays and see if the uh, loan-to-value was going to work for uh, uh, that situation. Um, Oh, definitely. I've I've had several uh, people call that had uh, rates similar to that, and we were able to lower their rate uh, a full percentage point. From three and a half? Yes. Mm -hmm. So, so so yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, please call (laughs) Texas Lending. At 972-387-4600, talk to one of our loan officers or talk to me either way, and, and uh, yeah, we'll, 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 uh, we'll help you. That That's is pretty crazy. Three and a half is pretty stinking low. It is. It, <laughs> it is. used to be to die for, and, and now, you know, people you are calling. You lower. And, yeah. <laughs> it's just incredible. Yeah. What's amazing is that even at three and a half, if you can get that rate to, say, two and a half, you've effectively removed 33% of the interest you will pay over the life of that loan. Yeah, a lot of people don't, and that's a great point because a lot of people in in say, let's just say with property taxes we talked about, with other closing costs and prepays rolled in, let's say their payment doesn't go down that much. People say, well, why would I want to do that? It's the interest cost that you're saving that can be tremendous. It's the long run. Yes, yeah. yes, sir. Why, my wife and I we refinanced in March right after COVID hit. And, um, I mean, five years ago, we got four and a quarter, and we're ecstatic on a 30-year yeah. loan. Like, yeah. nobody thought that it would get any lower than that. Right. And now, I refinanced with Texas Lending, and we got down to three and an eighth. And um, on a 30-year loan... What was the APR, you think? I, I want to say it was 3.287, I believe. And um, okay. after I, I did the calculations, we looked at it. Over the life of that loan, we were going to save ourselves over sixty thousand dollars. Wow! So wow! In our in our mind was, if it costs four thousand or five thousand dollars to complete a refinance, that's a no brainer because in the long run, we are more than going to make that money back up. 
You yeah. can buy a lot of water hoses with sixty thousand dollars. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, but you make sixty thousand a month. I mean, you know, it's yeah, probably well, you not a problem for you. Yeah, why are you concerned? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm happy wife, happy life. I've got to make uh, that. I've got to make. By that the happy. way, I'm only teasing. I know. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to get a new refrigerator. The one uh, when they have is four years old, Bob. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not sure if a refinance is right for you, give our office a call. Nine seven two three eight seven forty six hundred is the number to call. Speak to a loan officer live. The call is absolutely free. All it costs you is a little bit of your time to get some great information. Also, continue to send your text to us at 972-387-4600, and we will try to answer your question on the air. Y'all, there is so much great information to be had about your home. Just send us, send us your question. Call and ask, and we'll get back to more of your questions here on the TexasLending.com Mortgage Hour on DFW's DFW Sports Station 105.3 The Fan. <laughs> and we are back for the last segment of the TexasLending.com Mortgage Hour. I am your hostess, Tress Collins, here with Mr. Bob Bolt. Glad to be back. Our pro refinancer and Mr. William Cobb, our pro home purchaser. Hello, hello. And we are in our lightning round. We have lots of questions and we have lots of answers to do in seven minutes. Okay. Are you guys ready? <laughs> yep. Here we go. My wife owes 56000 on a house appraised by Dallas County at 121000 We want to refinance the current loan since we have 9% interest. What's the best option besides equity loan? She only has one year of income tax and this year would be her second one. She is self-employed. Thank you for your advice. Okay, first of all, um, if she's self-employed, they have to be self-employed for two years, and we have to have two years of tax returns in order to count income from that self-employment. I'd like to also point out that if you, if, uh, if you owe 56000 uh, then a regular refinance is probably not something Texas lending can do. Other lenders can probably do it, uh, bank or credit union, because the, the loan amount when you add in uh, property tax and closing costs and so forth, it's still going to be below our minimum loan amount of 75000 mm. So in this case, one of the options, uh, you know, again, putting the self-employment tax issue aside, one of the issues uh, for this balance in this uh, uh, county appraisal uh, estimate uh, would be that we could do a cash out, and we'd look at that uh, as an option, and then, you know, if it works out. All right. One thing I'd like to add is what what this person's goal is with the refinance. I understand that you want to lower your interest rate, um, but how long have you been in this current loan? That's something you want to ask yourself. If you've got five years left, six years left on your mortgage, it's important to know that that 9% interest, you've more than paid the majority of that interest already. And um, if you were to refinance, you'd start paying the interest, even if it is lower at 3% or 4%, depending upon the loan amount, um, you're going to start paying that interest all over again. All things to consider. So give us a call. Speak to a loan officer live. They can crunch some numbers for you for free. The call is free, 972-387-4600. Next question. 
Curious to know how strict the approval has become with COVID-19. My wife and I are interested in home purchase, but we have several things going against us, not even sure if it's possible. Credit score range from 600 to 625, only $65,000 income, very little to put down, but both work in education and have heard there may be grants and down payment assistance programs available. My wife is terminally ill, but still working, so time is not on our side. Looking for rural area, less than $175,000 to $200,000 home. Suggestions, the direction we should start. God bless and have a great week. Absolutely. Awesome question. Um, at the moment, we, we do need to make sure that credit scores are at that 640 range or, or higher. So we are right there on the cusp of being able to, to be approved for a loan. There are many down payment assistance programs out there. There are grant programs out there. Um, but you do want to do your due diligence and find out what comes along with that free money because I can promise you it, it isn't free. Um, th they work in a number of different ways, but you do want to want to jump online, type, go to Google, type in down payment assistance programs, and, re and really take a look. And they're looking in a rural area, so chances are they might be able to get a USDA loan. Absolutely. That has zero yeah. down payment. It does have a yeah. zero down payment, right. and um, yes, absolutely, okay. something to consider. So there are your options. Find out your options. Give us a call, 972-387-4600, and get more information. The information is free. It's really worth your time. All right, here we go. Refinance, loan 176000 value 390000 3.75%, and 810 credit score. Drum roll, Bob. Uh, <laughs> I'm just doing a, doing a little calculating <laughs> real quick here. Um, yeah, we're... Yeah, absolutely it's worth taking a look at this uh, because with a great credit score like that, uh, you got plenty of equity to just do a regular refinance. So, again, the question comes up, what is their goal in doing the refinance? Do they want to get cash out or do they want to just lower the rate? Uh, but if they've got a 3.75, absolutely uh, we could probably lower that rate uh, at least a percent uh, or more. As yeah. I've said earlier in the show, it, there's some rates that are just <laughs> – in the low twos, so uh, it depends on the on the uh, if it's a fifteen year or the thirty year. But even the thirty year can mm -hmm. could possibly be in the twos. So uh, definitely give us a call here at Texas Lending and uh, ask for Bob Bolt, yeah. and he will return your phone call after the show. You know, <laughs> Bob, Absolutely. did you ever think that you'd be able to say thirty year and fifteen year rates that are in the two percent range? Never, never. I mean, I remember uh when I was in the mortgage business back in uh about uh, two thousand four, we were delighted to get an eight percent, uh, you know, or six percent or something. And yeah, it's it's a brave new world. It is, it is. All right. Next up, I bought my first home in February for 209000 a new built spec home. My FHA loan is at 3.375. Would it be worth it to try to switch to a conventional and possibly lose the mortgage insurance? Same, same neighborhood, they are building and selling my exact house for 230000 well, if, if the home's going to value for that much, we want to make sure that we can we can reach that 20% equity point from, from the appraisal, because that is the point where you will not have to have any sort of mortgage insurance. Um, but I would say even even if we're not at that 20% equity mark just yet, 3.375% on an FHA loan is still kind of high. What you got, Bob? Well, I was just going to say the, uh, the loan to value would be uh, – it, they're not going to be able to get rid of the mortgage insurance nope. uh, anytime 
Um, Soon, if, if my calculations are right. <laughs> With FHA, um, you were right, you do have a mortgage insurance aspect to your to your payment. But with FHA, everybody's on the same level playing field. Whether you have a 640 credit score or an 840 credit score, everybody pays the same amount or the same factor, I should say. Mm. But with a conventional loan, um, that mortgage insurance will fall off after you reach a point 20% ownership of the property. And um, the higher your credit scores are, the lower that mortgage insurance factor will be, regardless of what the sales price is. Right. Uh, my estimate uh, on the figures here uh, indicate that uh, you could refinance uh, into another FHA, but you still have to have 5% equity to refinance into a conventional. But either way, you're still going to have uh, mortgage insurance. All right. Y'all, our time is up. Oh, oh my no. gosh. Oh, no. Can you believe it? The hour <laughs> flew by. Thank you all so much for hanging out with us this morning. We look forward to hanging out with you next Saturday morning. Same bat time, same bat channel. Here for TexasLendingMortgage.com, I'm Tress Collins with Bob Bolt and William Cobb wishing you a happy weekend here on Dallas Sports Station 105.3 The Fan. <laughs> What's my problem? <laughs> <laughs> We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.